1: Here's Andy Lou, It is November 16th, 2015. Oh, I'm sorry. 2021. What is, <laughs> what is that? That was a hell of a game. The Warriors beating the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. KD and Harden did not even play in the fourth quarter. MVP chance for Stephen Curry. I don't know that there's a better game. Right. I don't that think you that- could going to win it better. No, no, that game was the Warriors going into Cleveland after beating them for the first championship and just running them off by 35. And Steph, after the game, saying, it still smells like champagne in here. That's what that game felt like tonight. That's yeah. what that game felt like. So we're going to get into it. But like to me, watching Steph in the post-game interview, I saw a dude who's like, uh, this isn't... This is nice, but we are coming for everyone. We heard everything everyone said the last two years. And I've had enough of it. We, you know, year one, KD left. He broke his hand. It was a weird year. Then the pandemic, they spent half of last year trying to figure out what the heck they were doing. Finally, they figured it at the end of the season. Didn't quite work out in terms of a playoff run. Hitting the ground running 12-2. and I, I I don't even know where to go with it. Like, who's who's more impressive, Steph or Draymond tonight? Like, you can make a oh case for either. And absolutely, I'm gonna start with Steph. Um, okay, but we're gonna get to Draymond. But Steph, he's got that look where it's, oh, I've heard everything you fucking said, and I'm gonna pour this on. I don't give up. I don't care. I the, am the, right. Every game, he's going out there and he's this saying, smirk. Yeah, every game, he's saying, "I heard what you said, Bruce Brown." I've heard what the fans are saying. I've heard what the analysts are saying. Even if it's not fair or unfair, he's saying, I'm going out there. And like you said, 12-2, and two, it's, that's, this is just the beginning, man. Like, that's exactly what he's saying. He's going to turn 34 years old in March, and he looked like he was in a time machine tonight. Um, <laughs> I, got a, I got a text from a friend of the show whose name I will not disclose Uh-oh. saying 65 wins, question <sighs> mark. And at first I was like, come on. And then I was like, dude, can't take that bet because it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's all I know. Like they are, they look like the Peak Warriors rolling teams. We can get into like the micro things that like we think might be a problem down the road. But I feel, look, man, I said they finished third in the West. You you had them at fourth or fifth. A little lower. Yep. People were calling us homers for that. I was thinking. And honestly, I still feel pretty good about my pick. I was thinking in the 50s. I don't think that sort of thing's out of the they, realm at this point. Like, I, like they, they, need, they need health and a lot of things go their way. But, like, I don't see any way in which they don't win a ton of games. I'm not talking about 50. I'm talking, like, 60 range. They, they didn't even shoot well tonight, Sam, outside what of Steph Curry. The like, they didn't even shoot well. Nobody made a three in the first half outside of Andrew Wiggins and obviously Steph. They had their entire... one made a a three outside of Steph. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they didn't even shoot. And we came into the season thinking that this team would be the best shooting team in the league. They had nothing but shooters all the way up and down the roster. And tonight, they come out there and they're breaking everything and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Steph is that good offensively. Uh, He came out and he dealt one of those things where we don't. We haven't seen enough in the last year plus is he came out here and he just said, I'm I'm just running this thing in your throat. I mean, I, I don't care. I'm chucking them. They're going in, and well, I'm going to put on absolute show. MVP chance in Brooklyn? Do you see that? MVP I think, chance? I only know one other player in my lifetime. Actually, two. I take it back. Two, only two players who? in my lifetime got MVP chance on the road with this type of consistency. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Those uh-huh. are the only two I yep. can think of yep. who, like, when they went to yep. town – if if they were you know if they were put on a show they got the MVP chance so I'm I'm gonna throw that out there and that that's kind of who Steph is for this generation in my opinion it's like he I. Uh, I don't care if you think other players are better than him. They, those right. other players, don't get kids' imaginations going the way Steph does. <laughs> not a better showman. I mean, just not a better showman in the league. Where pulling up from thirty, but the way he's doing it, there's no grifting in his game. There's no dribble, dribble, dribble. He plays. He's cutting. He's pat, like he's doing everything. Where it's like nothing's hard to watch about Steph Curry, and then he and then he goes thirty-seven. That last three that he makes. Um, after the whistle, where everybody's chi- that was crazy to me. Everybody's rooting for him to shoot a thirty-five foot three with the Warriors up thirty, and he makes it after the whistle. Wi- <laughs> he makes it after
2: the whistle, and that's
1: and crazy. and then yeah yeah. The smile is the smile is also the best because like you know if you're the opposing team, you want to hit him in the face so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my um, god! Bruce Brown wanted to take his knees out at least six times that game. I mean, just. Well, it, that's the thing. Pre-game, you hear the stuff, and then you go out and put on that type of show, like you're saying, MJ Kobe with the type of love that he gets around the around any all the arenas. But that's also the type of killer instinct that I think people they always think Steph doesn't have that type of killer in him because he just doesn't look like that type of guy. He doesn't do that type of stuff. He doesn't say that type of stuff because he doesn't respond to everything. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't like he doesn't get all caught up in whatever and that's to say. But like you're right. So. Um, mm. it, I let, let's let's get into the game before we get off okay. the, the call of yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I thought uh obviously Steph was the story of tonight, but I think the secondary story is the Warriors' defense was phenomenal. Oh. I thought Brooklyn got out to a great jump on them, but a sign of a good defense is adjusting to it pretty quickly. Uh by the third quarter, KD had no airspace. And I don't want to say they expose Brooklyn, but they kind of they kind of expose Brooklyn for what they are, which is just one-on-one talent. And if you put KD on an island, I mean, he's the best one-on-one player of the league. He might be the best one-on-one player of all time. But one man's not beating a team if that's all they have going for him. And, and that's right. really like, that's warrior basketball in a nutshell to me, where yep. it's like, that's why they've been having the big third quarters, in my opinion, all year. It's high IQ. They adjust to teams as they go along. The defense was phenomenal. Let's go down the list. It starts at the top with Draymond Green. Um, He's been defensive player of the year so far, just like how Steph has been MVP. But did you see the type of work? I thought this game that he would play off ball and primarily trace around everybody else but KD and Harden. I don't mind that because you want him protecting the rim and making the right plays. But for a vast majority of that quarter, Draymond Green was contesting KD shots. And KD's next game, KD against the Warriors probably going to go for 35, but this is one of those games where you want him taking those pull-up mid-range shots instead of getting the hole, and Draymond just cut that stuff out. And with James Harden, Gary Payton, and and Sam, let's let's talk about it. Kevon Looney did a great job on him. Kevon Looney might be James Harden kryptonite at this point. It's been five years, <laughs> five years running with those guys where it's when they play that type of box and uh, triangle and two and box one defense, and that's the stuff where you see the difference between those type of superstars, KD and Harden versus Steph. The moment those guys at the ball leaves those guys' hands, they're standing out there in the corner or at the top of the key, and that's it. And all of a sudden, we're watching DeAndre Bembry miss layup after layup after three, right? And the Warriors just put on a show in the third Shout quarter. Shut up, Sharp. Let's not forget Steph didn't play half of that third quarter. <laughs> that's how great this defense was. Yeah, I mean, Steph put on the show, but the defense is – as usual, the defense was the consistent strain to why they were good. No player on the Warriors played over 30 minutes tonight. I thought Wiggins came alive. Uh, Wiggins has been playing pretty well since that Minnesota game. Uh, hit that three at the end of the first half, but he was starting to come alive before that. And In the third quarter, he really started to get aggressive. Honestly, if Andrew Wiggins plays with this kind of aggression, you will never hear me put him in a trade proposal. You never hear me <laughs> criticize him. You never hear any of it. This is literally what I want to see. It's not about the numbers with him. It's about playing with force and aggression. Crossover behind the back, blow-by dunk against Blake Griffin. And I just looked at it. I said, this this dude is acting so different tonight. I don't know what, I don't know what it was. It's not like Blake's a great defender, but that's the type of aggression where you're just like, holy shit. But that, that's a play that like Wiggins of, you know, 70% of his career, it's like, yeah, I could blow by you, but what if I just jab, step, and fade away, you know? That's like that's the difference. The difference between this Wiggins is like, I can take you, I'm going to take you, and you know, I'm getting to the rim and you're either gonna put me on the free throw line or I'm getting two points. And the Wiggins, who, you know, it's kind of in disappointment for most of his career where it's like, I can take you, but I kind of want to just take the fade away. So, no, no. so, and, so and he, he Oh yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, sometimes it's that simple. Sometimes it's just like if you have the advantage, take the advantage. That's that's literally all I want from him. Huge threes, hit one over KD at the half, hit a few big ones top of the wing. His threes coming along uh, after a slow start to the season. So, and then defensively, he's not defensive player of the year. He's not Andre Iguodala, but he's great. he's good. He's going to understand the assignment. He's like he's kind of like Clay Thompson in like in ISO situations. So he's going to do a great job. He's got great fundamentals. He's always going to contest right. Like he's not really, he's not ever going to make the bad plays defensively. And I think that's another thing where you look at the Warriors as a team versus Brooklyn. Brooklyn has a bunch of guys on the buyout market and a bunch of vets that yeah, they're cool. They're big names, Patty Mills, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, but they don't play defensive the way that the Warriors do. Right. Like that's the stuff. That's the difference between the continuity that the Warriors have versus Brooklyn. And it shows in this type of game. And it's going to show throughout the season. When you say 60 plus wins too, that stuff is going to show because they're going to do this night and night out. again. like, they didn't make any shots tonight, Sam. That's the crazy part. They didn't make shots and they won by 30. It's in Yeah, 13, 13, for 40 from three. And that includes not Steph going nine for 14. So the rest of the roster went four for 26. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, that's it's just it's gross. Even if we take the garbage time stats out of it, we'll call it four for 20. That's not any better. You know, I mean, it's like they weren't shooting the ball well. A uh, couple other players I want to call out that we haven't talked about. Like, obviously, Draymond was a star. Steph was a star. Wiggins was the number three man tonight. Jordan Poole, third quarter, was okay. phenomenal getting downhill. I think that's my favorite type of Jordan Poole. I think too often he tries to do a Steph Clay impression where he's coming off of screens and heat checking. Yes. And I, I still think he's that guy. I think he's the guy who needs to get the ball and get into the lane. He's got to play – and maybe it's hard with the Warriors because the Warriors want to move the ball so much and he wants the ball in his hands. But, like, he's best when is going downhill. He did have an incredible third. Um, I, I'm getting a little bit more frustrated with the type of shots that he, he's putting up, but I think you've got to live with some of that. He's struggling from right. three, and I think he's not, His shot is too pure to shoot that badly from three, so here's hoping that he's going to be better from that perspective. But him getting to the hole, that first step. CJ McCollum, who who's, we keep comping him to, doesn't have that first step. That first step is crazy. Like, I think yeah. of, and, and Sam, I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying he's this person, but Austin Rivers has an incredible first step. And I just, Jordan Poole has a first step where I think, like, don't even bother about shooting the three unless it's a set shot three. Just get to the hole. Because nobody's stopping him get to the hole, especially if he switched on to guys like Aldridge and Blake. That's a bucket. Every single time. And, yeah, he was phenomenal on third when they, when they pulled. Yeah, drive and kick. And, um, and, and if you're not driving, kicking, your feet are set, shoot it. Pretty simple. I think he's getting there, but um, it, it's noticeable. His third quarter was wildly impressive, and that's like my favorite type of Jordan Poole when he's playing that decisive. The last player I want to single I know out what today. Is. I know what it is. And, and, and no, it's not Otto Porter with the nice block at the rim, although Otto played a nice little game there. Jonathan Kuminga. Is he 19 years old? <laughs> yeah. Jonathan yeah. Kuminga. He's so more advanced at this stage than I thought he would be. Um, I don't even know advanced at that, that right stage, but it's like, this is a big game. He's going against two of the handful of best wing size guys in the league and definitely the best one. Like Katie's the best wing in the NBA. Uh, and he turned up, he had an excellent game, six rebounds, seven points, three for six from the field, 19 points. I don't think those numbers do credit. He had an amazing block on Harden at the rim. Um it just he's looking more and more like a player to me. You know what? The you know what I am trying to understand about Kaminga? How come he doesn't make mistakes? <laughs> he's a nineteen-year-old kid playing against probably the best team in the Eastern Conference, and he doesn't make mistakes. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, he's the type of player that you you said in the preseason pod that he's going to show more feel for the game than we than anyone thinks, and we're seeing it. He seems, to ble- he seems to be in the right place defensively. He also doesn't do dumb stuff on offense where he's too aggressive. Like He knows what he is defensively and what he's not, and he's not going to try to do more. And it's kind of a refreshing change of pace because you don't expect that from a kid, especially from a kid that athletic that's always been able to do whatever he wants. So. And, this is, and this is where we got to get credit to the coaching staff because last year, I don't know if this happens, but this year, they got a young, talented player with the combination of physical tools and feel. Skill is not all the way there. And by that, I mean, like, you know, his jump shots will work in progress, right? Yeah, we're not talking about that tonight. But, but, what, I guess, but I what I think is interesting is they've got him rolling in, like, simplified role. You, you know, you defend your ass off, you switch everything, and you make the simple play on offense. If you got a shot, you take it. If you don't, pass it and cut. And I, I don't know why he can't get more minutes because, like, quite frankly, he's he can defend. That's the thing that's that's the thing that really stands out to me. It's like at some point he's going to have a game where you know he can't shoot the right. ball, but if he can defend, it's fine. He's he's going to be able to hang at this level and. I think the sky's the limit with him. I think what's exciting is they've actually been able to do what they said they wanted to do, which was win now and develop now, which is get Kuminga in a smaller oh. role where he's helping the team as a role player now. But you know, like long-term, the hope is he can be kind of a frontline guy for this team. Um, and last year that looked like a uh, pie in the sky fantasy. This, this year they look like the Spurs, man. This is like, I mean, Kerr Ker said like Kawhi, and I was like, Steve, stop. You know, but it's like, it looks more like that or Jalen Brown or one of these situations where you get a young guy into a good team and he has a smaller role, but you know, in like a couple of years, he's going to have a bigger role. I, I tell you right now, uh, Joe Lacob is doing unspeakable things in front of the mirror right now. I'll t- I tell you right now, Joe Lacob is having the time of his life because he called this, he asked for this and, Look, it's 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 fourteen games into the season, but they are they are exactly what he envisioned. And John Kaminga credit to him, and put him in the right situation. But he's also willing. He's like a dirty work type of player right now. That's that's who he yeah. is. I wouldn't want to do that if I was nineteen years old as a as a seventh overall pick with that type of athleticism. I'd be like, screw you. I could play on the Rockets right now, average eighteen points. Like, why would I want to do this? But. That's the type of mindset that you want to be, that you want from a guy like that. And, and like, you know, if he fixes that shot, the sky's the limit, but great stuff from Kaminga, the fact that he can stay on the floor against KD and Harden, I thought he would have a miserable time tonight, to be honest with you. And no, no shot at him. That's just what happens against young guys stayed on the floor tonight, even played well. I just, it's, it's crazy to think about the fact that they can have him in a rotation. And and he's, he's the perfect fit because he's a, he's a multi-positional wing this team was built on just putting versatility around Steph Curry and like Steph's the most versatile offensive player, but like literally all the success this team has had has been like, let's surround Steph with as many six, seven guys who can do everything as possible. And Kabiga looks like another one of those guys. And he looks like a guy whose upside is through the roof. And we knew he had upside through the roof, but like it's very encouraging that he can find a role even if it's as a role player right now in year one, because that the the fear was he was going to be a guy who couldn't get on the floor for two years, and that doesn't look to be the case. Nope. He can at least get on the he, not, look, he can get on the floor. It reminds me of a, it really does remind me of Jalen Green or sorry Jalen Brown. Remember Jalen Brown in year one? You're like I don't yeah, know how good he is. You called it. I don't know how good he is, well, but he can he can do some things. You know. I I tell you what, like Moses Moody and JTA couldn't have played the way that Kaminga played tonight. And Moses Moody and JTA we thought were better options for the rotation coming into the season. I'll tell you right right now, like Kaminga is making flash plays. That block against Harden with his left hand, that's the type of stuff where you think he's a small ball five. He could be an elite defender for a very long time. Uh, That's the stuff we saw from Draymond Green uh, coming in. And so, Bring back Smile Geach. All right, we're going to open this up to... (laughs) Hey, relax. relax. We'll open this up to SoCal. Let's get the goons on. Golden State Warriors basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Warriors tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all the awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NBA tickets. If you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will actually give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I actually did that for the San Francisco Giants game against the LA Dodgers game one, compared it to another site that I usually use. TickPick was actually cheaper. Uh, So there you go. But make sure you go to TickPick for all your Warriors tickets games this season. Visit TickPick.com today to save $10 on your first order of Golden State Warriors tickets. Again, it's TickPick.com.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
3: So, uh, rumor has it, KD
4: is crying calling Kyrie from the park right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but on a real note, the NBA is in a great place right now with the rule changes and whatnot. And uh, my question for you guys is, once Clay is like, integrated and healthy and whatnot, is there any reason to not start and close games with Steph, Poole, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond? I mean, I feel like Poole deserves a long leash at this point. The guy was over for 7 from 3, still managed to hit his other six shots and put up a smart 17 points. I don't know. What do you guys think? Ooh, that's
1: interesting, Sergio. I would like to see Steve give it some shots, but, like, it's not happening. It's, it's not it's, happening. So Steve's always going to default to defense. He just is. And that means guys like Iguodala are going to get shots over Jordan Poole. He just, he's going to uh, go with size around stuff. Well, I mean, how, how good is Wiggins playing? If Wiggins is playing some semblance of what he did tonight, Iguodala's no, going he he mentioned Wiggins. No, but, as, I, like, but I'm saying, like, because sometimes Wiggins, I would say you can almost sit him if he's not playing well, like he did the first five games of the season. But Wiggins has been phenomenal. Sure. You're closing with that guy offensively and defensively. And, and I mean, Sam, I'd rather have Iguodala out there. I mean, he's going to make the right play. He's going to get the ball in Steph's hands. Um, I, I, know, know. I know. I know. Forever forever, uh, forever, warrior Andy Lewis is going to want... <laughs> gonna oh. you're gonna be like where's cody ross get him up <laughs> <laughs> give me uh give me 100 pence back give me 100 pence back He's yeah, yeah, still yeah. got a little magic in him i would i would like that the charlotte game kind of annoyed me because i was like steve just experiment a little bit though I mean, we don't need like iguodala and Looney and draymond for a november game against the hornets you know but like the reality is that's how he's gonna ride with it um yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to see Poole get a, a shot at that, but I, I I don't feel too confident it's happening. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, they, they don't they don't need they don't the goal is not to develop pool into a closer this season, right? The 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 goal I mean it'd be nice unless it, unless he unless he forces unless he, it. He might he play. might just he might just uh it, it might come down to him just nuking everyone from deep and being like, Steve you don't have a choice. The hot streak's got to come. Yeah, the hot yeah, streak's yeah. got to come. But, but hey, like, for everything we're hearing about Clay, he looks great. He started five on five, uh, it looks like, uh, today in practice. So that's uh, the easiest fucking fit of all time is putting Clay Thompson in this, in this rotation. I mean, come on. It's going to be like right. riding a bike for these guys. Do you want a guy who shoots the lights out, plays off ball as well as anyone who can guard multiple <laughs> positions? Like, it's easy, easiest fit on of all time. But it is interesting. It is interesting, oh, like Because no. we know the three who are going to always be closing. Like, will Steve get creative or will Steve ride with, you know, Wiggins and Godala? And I kind of think it's probably going to be the latter. <laughs> yeah, he's doing, he doing Wiggins and Iggy. All right, keep it moving.
3: Oh, early McWalter. All right.
1: Yo, what up, everyone? Got a good day. Got to get the pastor on to bring the energy up before we get to get Yeah, absolutely,
3: against. absolutely. I'm so stoked about this game. I mean, after the disappointment of last game, you know, whatever, flush it. But to come in here and lay the smack down and own the Nets arena. I mean, our guy Mika's is sitting there in the crowd. I'm sure some others that we know are in the crowd. And it was just wonderful to hear it. People, they were getting up on every Steph shot. It's like he played for them or something. It was absolutely complete ownage. And it was great. And and you know what? It's another thing that the Warriors are looking this good. I mean, we kind of have this feel like the Spurs that are just going to be like an easy upper 50s, 60 wins. Who would have thought 60 wins? That's insane. And it, and it really looks like it could happen. And we get Kaminga on top of this, who's looking not like the person that everyone wanted to project on him, but looking like a really good player and something that we should all be excited about. And that's all I got, guys. But, hey, you know, thanks for having me on. You guys rock. And, hey, man, we appreciate you, McWalter. keep out the rest.
1: Appreciate you. McWalters. always brings the energy, takes everyone to the next level. Let's keep moving. Will, what's up, my man? We didn't get drinks no. on Friday. We just, we just dapped it up. But, you know, I owe you a beer. What you got for me?
5: Dude, I can't wait for that next one. Uh, <laughs> who let pornography run on TNT tonight? That was a thing of beauty. My goodness. I want to start this off with a stat, fellas. This is from StatMuse. Steph Curry is leading the NBA in plus minus right now. The gap between Steph and second place is bigger than the gap between second and 27th place. It is insane Ooh. what this guy is doing tonight. and This whole Jesus year. Surprised. Curry, I mean, you guys nailed it at the beginning. This guy was locked in at like a Jordan-Kobe level. It was soulless. He came here with a job to do, and he came out with a W against Brooklyn. That performance from Draymond Green tonight, that may have been – I'd have to really go back and see some of his defensive performances, but he held KD to 6 of 19 from the floor, who, in my opinion, is the toughest player to guard in the history of basketball. I mean, that is phenomenal stuff from Draymond. Um, uh, I want to I ask you guys, is that the best you've ever seen Draymond play defensively? And then the last question I got for you guys is Kaminga. I'm excited about this kid. He's giving us something at 19 that, you know, nobody was expecting. What is a player comp to Kaminga now that you've seen him and are now a little bit excited about him?
0: Oh. Fellas, one game. Let's keep it rolling. Go Dubs, baby.
1: Will, Will, love you for calling in. Um, What was Will's first question? Um, I, I, I'll handle that one Is that the best that we've seen Draymond play Look, in a game like this The way that they came out in the first quarter I thought the first quarter was NBA Finals Quality, and I thought they were playing as hard Like, these two teams were not fucking around, Sam They came out and they said, this that, is a this wasn't, game. this wasn't a November 16th game No, this was it was a, not uh, This was, like, whoever lost the game was going to be like It's just November But they, they were both <laughs> coming out with, like I, I, yep. I want to let you know that we're the better team Yep and that's and and the thing that you've always seen with the Warriors that Draymond's been great at is they grind you down. It's cool. You won the first quarter, great. Maybe you have a lead going into the second quarter, awesome. But you're not lasting four quarters against Draymond on defense, against Steph on offense. You're not. I think. I think my favorite thing about Draymond is, and I'll always think about this. Um, remember the game in OKC, you know, the infamous Steph game winner. The I'm not yeah. a robot. Game, yeah. By the way. Um. Yeah. To me, that's peak Draymond because he tried to fight Steve Kerr at halftime. (laughs) Classic. He was, like, it was a combustible situation. And then the second half started and he didn't care. Like, there are very few people I can think about who can put what happened behind them immediately and just lock in. And, like, Draymond is probably better than anyone in the world at that. Like,
6: you and, you I'm you and me, if, yeah.
1: if I get into, like, a combustible situation with you where I, like, you know, like, I tell you, like, I hate <laughs> you and that sort of stuff, like, it's going to take right, right, right. me, like, a little bit of time to, like, be a normal human again. Draymond can do that and then just snap to the next play which is why he's like one of the greatest playoff players of all time. He doesn't let like the previous possession bother him. So to also means he's a psychopath, by the way, emotionally. It does. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, you have to have insane control to do that, man. Um, but what I was going to say is to Will's question, I don't know if Draymond's playing better than he ever has, but he's playing as well as he ever has. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, like, I don't think 100%. there's any difference between this and like 2016. with Grimmel. Uh, part of it's offensive right and he was he was very good offensively all season he went to the rim a couple times for layups he even made a three backpack Dre I get like 15 texts every time he shoots a three everybody with backpack emojis yes I I fucking get it all right he has a backpack on and when he shoots a three great um but he made one he's always yelling he's always shouting and I think those are the things that look there's nothing better than Steph making a shot it brings the energy up but it's something different when Draymond makes a three
4: (laughs) Like
1: it's like a um, it's like a pitcher that goes up to bat and hits an RBI right. single. It's just it's some like like what it's demoralizing. Yeah, that's yeah, no, demoralizing. You you, you that's know actually, what, like, that's actually that's actually a perfect analogy when the when the pitcher. Like you're, you're like, all right, two runners on, pitchers up, let's get out of the inning, and the pitcher fucking hits one, like <laughs> doinks one past the second baseman. You're like, oh, come on, that was the easy out, man. What do we do? There's nothing worse. There's nothing yeah. worse. Like we know, we know Belt's gonna hit a homer or whatever the the Giants did last season. But when Gosman hits a sack fly to win a game, it hurts something different, and the energy's way higher. So, jeez. Uh, the second question is about Kaminga and. Sh- sh- you like shout out my Urias with the with the with the key hit and game four. But anyway, <laughs> right, whatever. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Kuminga comparison. You take that one. Kuminga comparison. Uh, dude, sky high with Kuminga. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. But like, I love the fact that he's multi-positional wing at this point. Like, is he Jalen Brown? Is he Pascal Siakam? Is he Kawhi Leonard? Like, I don't know. He's got a little bit of all of them. That's the thing, man. It's like a there's nothing more exciting than like a wing who can do a little bit of everything because you feel like there's no limit on their their skill set, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'll I'll say Siakam probably just because I think the shot will take longer. But let's keep it moving. I mean the 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 yeah, uh, yeah, Siakam. The, Siakam si- yeah, because because then you're not like imagining a scenario where he turns into a knockdown shooter, which seems unrealistic. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. Sh- Ooh, Sh- Sh- got of his arms in his face. Ryan,
7: hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? We're like a we're like a um, club right
1: now. People are in line waiting to get in for bottles. You know, people got on the guest list, stuff like that. What's up, Ryan? Ryan, um, Ryan coming through at the pure yeah. Persian style, just all black, yeah. Rolex. He's just ready to go. <laughs> yes,
7: yes, yes. yes. Uh, I got I got Gucci cologne on. Tomorrow. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> What's up, man?
7: Okay, uh, nine and one was the Andy Lu game. This was clearly the Dieter game, in my opinion. First of all.
3: <laughs>
7: okay. Okay, uh, there's three things I want to hit on. A, Draymond held Kevin Durant in the third quarter to 0 for 8, 0 for 4 on threes, minus 17, and three turnovers, I believe. Draymond really put his imprint on that third quarter and just showed that he's worth more than the box score. Uh, Kavon man, he had uh, James Harden back in Houston seeing flashbacks. That was fantastic third quarter defense by him. And then third... I think Kaminga could get legit rotation minutes on a playoff team. Like you're going to be seeing like, wait, Kaminga's playing playoff minutes. It's just, it seems like he has that controlled chaos thing down that this team loves. And I'm really high on this team. We are adding back clay, which is just going to improve the spacing. And hopefully Wiseman could just provide a, a rim running threat for like six to 12 minutes. And that's all I got. I'm really excited.
1: Appreciate it, Ryan. Yeah, man. Good call. Let's keep moving. Maxwell, what's up, man?
3: Um, I had two questions. First one is if all things considered, do you think Steph is not the best player ever, but the most impressive player ever? You know, because you've heard for so many years, oh, AI is the pound for pound goat. I think we clearly know that Steph now. So do you think he's the most impressive player ever? And secondly, do you think this is Kerr's finest coaching job up until this point?
1: <laughs> oh, Maxwell, great question. Um, I mean, Steph has a case for anyone because like anyone you think is better than Steph Curry is physically more impressive. Like it it's like six, six, six wings. Sick, yep. Like, It's like, oh, 100%. LeBron's better than this. Like, yep. oh, I should fucking hope so. Like you see how it looks, you know, like <laughs> that sort of thing. Like it's like you're you're talking about giants, man. That sort of thing. So yeah. it's like I so, I've never heard anyone be like uh You know, uh, Isaiah Thomas is better than Steph, seriously. You know, like, guys were, like, smaller than him, right? So. Yeah. I mean, 6'3", point guard, shooting from 35 feet, and MVP three titles, and a dynasty. Like, there's impressive, most skilled. I think most skilled is a good way to call Steph Curry. He's the most skilled player of all time. He has to maximize the skills, the the, the size, the talent that he has, to, I think, its breaking point. If you want to put if you want to think of a person with Steph's size, there's you can't get any better than what Steph is. Like, what else is he supposed to do out there? Protect the rim? Let's put it this way. (laughs) Let's put it this way. Steph and CJ McCollum are the same size. (laughs) CJ McCollum is one of the most skilled players in the NBA. Like, I think he's phenomenal. Uh And, like, Andy's laugh says it all. Like, CJ's a really good player. And Steph is, you know, one of the greatest of all times. Like, that's – it's just insane. It's insane what you what he can do given his physical limitations. Yep, yep. I forgot the second question, so I did, I did too. Thing. I did too. Or it's, it's too much of a Steph Wax product type of night. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep it moving because uh, the the VIP line's running. But apologize, Maxwell. It, it is running. This is this is a one question kind of night for Colin. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Steve's coaching. Steve's coaching. Somebody said, is this his best coaching job? I mean, it's up there with 15 for me. It feels like 2015 to me, where it's like any, any critique you have of him, and it's like, you know, we, we could be honest. Like, I didn't like the way he closed the Charlotte game, but, like, in the aggregate, you're like, what are we really complaining about? Like, it's minor in the scheme of everything. Right, right, right. Uh, the best coaching job was 14-15. They won a freaking championship. He broke the NBA with his system offensively and defensively. So, that's the best. We'll see what happens this season. It's it's trending on that level, though. All right, Novo, what hey you guys, got, man?
5: Great game here tonight. Um, Love the energy. Love all the players. Not to be a downer here, but I know uh, Nets were missing uh, Joe Harris. That could have changed the game, uh, you know, quite a bit because their offense was so cramped today. It would have provided some spacing. I got a question for you guys. That's a change of pace. I think the Warriors, uh kryptonite this season is the switching defenses. You kind of saw that in the Hornets game earlier, this game, and even the Memphis loss, right? So, what do you guys think? How do we uh, beat the, those switching defense?
8: Oh,
1: hey, fair, it's a fair question. Um, so, so I would agree that the Warriors' biggest issue is if you have a team that doesn't have to double step. Like, if you don't have to double step, then Steph's not creating the advantage that the team thrives off of. So, the question. Is, so, one Clay helps because. Clay will kill you. um The other is like I don't know. Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins taking a step as a shot creator is that other thing. Because end of the day, Steph's gonna Steph's still gonna commit more bodies than any player in the NBA. So it's about who can take advantage of it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I think. Uh... It's Clay coming back and how he fits, and I think mostly it's Jordan Poole. I think Andrew Wiggins, hey, shit. I mean, maybe he parlays these three games into the next 50, and he's this consistently great. That would be awesome. But I think Jordan Poole, it's about him. Can he handle those bench minutes? Can he also start the game and play more under control? I think Steve's right about this. I think he's getting a little bit more annoyed with the turnovers and the bad shots, but can he play more under control? Because when he does, he really is a very, very good shot maker at the rim um, and I think even Steph this year with as great of a season as he had he's been pretty mediocre at the rim part of that is just going to be regression but I think Jordan Poole could be a very good scorer at the rim they need that um, They need because we saw that against Charlotte and Memphis some games Steph is not going to make all those shots That's no, no player in history is going to make all those shots so don't need, don't need an outlet like that so hopefully that's someone I think it's, I think it's a little bit reliant on Jordan Asher what's up man we can hear you. Nice picture. <laughs> <laughs> she stole
4: my uh, Jordan Poole picture last time, so I just steal hers. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I just want to shout out Light Years radio, but I also want to shout out the radio itself because I was driving home and it was awesome to listen to it on the radio. Um, got yeah. a quick cool question for you guys. Um, so Kaminga came in for like 6.8 seconds and really earned the other minutes he got, and it just seems like this year versus last year guys really have to earn their minutes in the game instead of, you know, Wiseman just getting the starter minutes right from the get-go. I wonder what you guys think of that change in the development process and how it's led to, like, Gary Payton going crazy and, like, other guys that I didn't expect to do anything this year to play, like, super well. I like that. That's a great point. Um, I do wonder what would
1: have happened if Wiseman had to earn minutes, like, last year. Like, does this happen if he is maybe not playing as often, and he only gets on the court when he really wants to earn it. I I think it's beneficial for the team to play this way, but like, it is an interesting question. Yeah. I mean, also, part of last season was they had to do it out of necessity. I mean, JTA was closing games by the end of the season, but at the beginning of the season, they had no idea if he could or not. We barely even knew who JTA was. And so part of that was roster construction. I mean, what are you really supposed to do? We knew Steve hated the roster last season. He pretty much said it from the first freaking practice right so um this season now they're so deep that jta can't get on the floor it's not like he's a bad basketball player he can't even play out there no he's a good player so i think that's that's part of what it is and i don't know have you ever seen steve this freaking happy i mean this is (laughs) it's been it's been a while i mean geez Nice let's keep moving nano what's up hey
8: what's up
1: how's it going what you got for us
8: hell yeah how y'all been yeah, just,
1: just chugging along, having a you good know, 12 time. You know, 2 living the dream.
8: <laughs> yeah, living the dream. I don't even know where to start. Andrew
1: Wiggins playing well, your boy. I mean, we could start
8: there. Oh, my God. You know, I've been his biggest critic, too. He's playing so well. He seems so engaged and aggressive, and you could just tell his three start falling after he just gets engaged, he gets a few layups in. My guy, my guy Jordan Poole needs to calm down with shot selection now. He's a little bit. Bunch of Steph Curry discipline. Mm-hmm. We joked about it a lot and then he turned into Steph Curry with all the Steph Curry ability to shoot. <laughs> and then, and then we got like this, if, let's just talk about our defense. So like, I don't know that's the part of our game we don't address yep. it, but like the third quarter when that defense locked in, like KD really choked in that second half. Three points, like what was he, like one for nine, three, no, oh for eight, three points, free throws. I mean, come huh. on, like Draymond, respect to that man, bro. Like, he's just, oh. Like, I know he doesn't get credit because it's not that pretty, but, oh like, he doesn't look pretty. The stats don't show up. But what he did in that third quarter, like, what he did to KD. And it was actually, art. It's not what he yep. was doing. It's how, Y'all seeing the way he was directing people on defense? I was watching this man. He was literally telling them where to step every five seconds, and it was affecting everybody's shot. So, we all are like, a complete defensive team in that third quarter. And that was just amazing to see. And then the spacing of this team just – like we're only getting better. Like like you said, we're so deep and we haven't even played our roster. Having like GP getting all these quality minutes, just energy, oh. you know? That's oh,
0: yeah. Amazing. And, oh yeah.
8: And also Kaminga, I'm glad he's getting some reps because he's holding his own. He's earning these minutes. And the more he keeps doing this, the more minutes he's gonna get. We gotta stop these post-ups on Kamingo though. That's a little too soon. We wild him with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we saw that with <laughs> Wiseman last year. We might want to cut those out. Yeah, but
8: we, yeah. Yeah, we out of pocket. Like Steve Curry, you give him an inch, he takes a mile. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, like, we're not doing this whole stuff. And also, Belly need to stop putting the ball on the ground. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's over. Like, I mean, somebody's got to talk to him, bro. Shoot the wide open shot. I don't know why you're so scared. You're shooting, like, 50%. I don't know what your problem is. Stop putting the ball on the ground. But we haven't even played our best. That's why this is so amazing.
1: That's I agree. Yeah, we haven't I even agree. played our
8: best. Like, we out here throwing turnovers, fouling. Like, we have got our best player with four fouls with seven minutes left in the third quarter. Like, this is not called, consider playing your best. This is considered playing really well, and we can only get better without even Clay returning. I'm not talking about Clay and Wiseman returning. I'm talking about this core itself can get better and like play less um intense I mean more intense and like less turnovers and focus early because I think it's like the fifth game in a row we gave up 30 plus points in the first quarter. Like if we just start the game like competent team, I mean we don't have to always be fighting back and relying on this big third. <laughs> like it's right. amazing. Usually we end the game in the third quarter, but we, used, In our case, we start playing in the third quarter.
1: <laughs> I think uh, it's a great point on that. I I, I think the Warriors come out and it, it's they're, they're, they have, they do run a marathon, though. I think part of it is they see this with James Harden, too. Whatever James Harden's doing, he's dribble, 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 dribble 80 freaking dribble combos of possession. And you just know what's going to happen in the third. The dude's exhausted because he's 800 pounds. Like, we see
5: this every <laughs> single season. It's unreal. And he did it tonight.
8: Mm-hmm. The, Dream on- Look like prime Draymond. Like let's just really like does. bring it back. The like even the backpack three pointer came out today. Like it was just like Draymond. Just like I don't even know how to like compliment him today. But as somebody who's been hating on Draymond for a bit, but he's he's, he's <laughs> like he's not like shying away from an open layup. If he sees an open layup, he's taking it, and he's not. Like, he really he's, is. He's not like, and he's also has given Steph out how to say a better shot. Like Steph, like he would get the ball back from Steph and redirect him to a better shot. Like honestly, if Steph just hits his wide open shots, I think he could be averaging forty points a game. Like Steph is really holding himself back in this. Like Steph is not missing shots; he's just missing wide open shots. Not missing the contested shots. And Steph's ability to find mismatches. Like I don't know how he was always ending up with Blake Griffin on him or somebody. Like it was just out of pocket last night. And then I I mean tonight, I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, how did he get mismatches to come towards him? And yep. I don't know, this team just I mean it's amazing just to see how this team it's, is going. Yeah. I agree. I, I our favorite um home court game this this year had to be in Brooklyn. That was one home court
3: Absolutely.
8: <laughs> <And> this,
1: <laughs> That's gotta be a little added for added for insult there. Yeah, Nay we appreciate you. That that, that was uh thanks Senator, for jumping on. I that crowd was ridiculous. I, look, I, I get I get why KD wanted to go to Brooklyn. He wanted his own team, he wanted to play with his friends. I think he knew that they wouldn't be the biggest market, but to have the Warriors come in and Steph MVP, come in. MVP. By the way, uh, we yeah. have we have someone calling from the arena right now. We have to get oh. to we have to get to Mike Mekus here. Let's go. Mikas. Oh Mikas, you were at the game. Ah. Calling, boys. From a, calling from a bar in Brooklyn. What's up, my man? Call it from How a taxi Call it from a taxi To get to a Manhattan uh, bar Actually Just for hell yeah. Oh wow Oh well, um, yeah These arena... still take taxis? Wow I didn't know That was still a thing We're in a taxi Because the train was an eight, It was 18 minutes away The Uber was 20 minutes We're taking a taxi You know It is uh, what it is Oh yeah uh, You know uh, It was fun watching A home game for the Warriors In Brooklyn I really enjoyed that The crowd was so loud Watching Steph Curry play Kevin Durant In of the Hutt uh, I enjoyed that quite a bit <laughs>
4: Um uh, I got to say, watching him
1: live, there's never been a better basketball player to, like, shoot a basketball than Steph Curry. I mean, we knew this. We knew this going into the game, obviously. Um, But, I mean, my lord, every time he shot the ball, you could hear the whole crowd take, like, a one-second bated breath, like, inhale. You could hear them all get nervous, and then the, the ball would splash through the hoop, and everybody would just let out a sigh. That was the the gentrified Nets fans all wearing their Brooklyn jerseys, and then <laughs> the good fans, the good the good people in the arena, the honest hoop fans wearing their Warriors jerseys, let out exclamations, cheers, grateful energy, watching the best player in basketball hit shots. I mean, it was it was truly unbelievable. Mika, yes. give us a uh, so so on TV. It seemed like there was a lot of Warrior fans there. Give me the uh, in arena feel i would say was, percentage wise i would say 55 45 warriors No, oh, and i don't go. i i am tempted to say 60 40 but 55 45 feels correct you've been a modest you've been a modest man modest, I appreciate yeah, it. modest man right here but uh i mean it was like every person i walked by was was wearing a 30 or an 11 there was a lot of clay jerseys there was a lot of that's right jerseys. Oh uh, man, that, that, that's gonna be exciting. Clay's return is gonna be emotional. It's gonna be a nice I'm trying to fly out the San Fran and see a fucking I'm trying to see Clay in in Chase Center. You guys bro, bro, are gonna have to take me out to the bar when I get there. Relax with the San Andy, Fran. Andy, Andy's the sand about to tell you never never refer to it as re- Fran. Re- relax with the San <laughs> Fran. But 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 Frisco's acceptable frisco's acceptable okay well i apologize but uh i hey, i got you on a double shot of jameson when you're back you I better bet. have a double uh, shot of jameson because i uh, you know <laughs> new york they're charging they're charging nineteen dollars for they're charging 38 dollars for a double of vodka soda here i mean we we got to get out oh, of this fucking. oh disgusting. wait what are you what are you talking about that's sf i mean that's the same thing. Uh, yeah i guess uh, we're, we're <laughs> the two most expensive cities in the world but hey shout out to warriors <laughs> nation shout out to our boys they fucking killed it tonight i told everybody Steph was going to drop 37. I tweeted it out before the night. I didn't put a ticket on it. And, of course, because I didn't put a ticket on it, he fucking did it. I said he was going to have six threes in seconds. <laughs> of course. I didn't do it tonight. He does but- I'm disgusted. Mika's, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Enjoy your
2: evening. I appreciate man. you, guys. You guys- uh,
3: let's keep moving. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, first time caller. I live out on the East Coast, so I don't get the yes, live sir. calls very often. Nice. hey, so was this a real team or are they gonna move the Gulf post again in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler appreciate
1: appreciate what <laughs> um, depends Stephen A is about Stephen A is about to hit first take tomorrow and give the same diatribe. this would be a 10 minute it's like and they're gonna get Clay Thompson back and, and when they get him back, they're gonna win the title so but but we saw our friend by the way Tyler, I appreciate it skip Bayless. Hit the timeline. Already pivoting to the steph. You know slam. why, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, and you know why he's pivoting. Because the clicks, clicks, yeah. clicks got to come through. LeBron's yeah. yesterday's news. <laughs> LeBron's done. I mean, the Lakers are an absolute joke. So he's saying, "All right, who's it over?" <laughs> Shit, I wish, I hope. Uh, but he, you know, so who's the next man up? It's Steph. It's Steph. <laughs> All right, keep moving, Paratosh, What's up, my man?
7: Hey,
5: and he- andy, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, we can hear you. What's going yeah,
5: on? I wanted to ask about Kuminga, of course. I'm trying to take a victory lap about him first, and then uh, nice. so there was a report today that Steph wants to go win all, win, win all. So uh, if there is a trade for Kuminga, are we going to explore that? Do you think we should, or would be tra- would we be trading away the next Kawhi Leonard if we do? That's all.
1: Ooh. Okay. So Andy. By the way Peritash, appreciate the question. I want to clarify this one, and we'll talk about this a lot on the pod. Steph wants to win. Steph does not care how they construct the roster. I don't think he's dying to have anyone traded. He is not. I also don't think he's dying to be part of a 15-year rebuild. So it's it's like it's a little more nuanced. Like people think, like, oh, they want to win now? He he clearly wants to do the LeBron thing and trade everyone. It's not that. It's, um, it's a little more nuanced. So the more they win with this young group where this whole like, big window looks possible, the more he's going to be on board for that, in my opinion. Steph is uh, – he is never going to go out of his way to say we should make this happen, make this trade. We should do this. He is never going to do that. Um, what Steph is going to say is he's going to say put the options in front of me and you let me know what you choose in the reasoning. He's just—he's just a mature dude. Like he's not gonna say we need to trade for Rus- Russell Westbrook because he's a great name when Buddy Heel is on the market. Like he's not gonna do something like that. If Ben Simmons is on the market and the Warriors present him options, he's going to say, "All right, do we do this? Should we do this?" Like he's not gonna say, "Oh, let's just make it, just to make it." And he's also gonna step out of the way of Bob Myers. Like he's gonna let the guys do their jobs. That's what makes him one of the best leaders, really, of all time uh, in sports because he lets people do their jobs. Right? Like yeah, he, not, he's he's more yeah. the type to be like Daryl Morey. That is uh, that is a ridiculous trade request, and we should walk away from that instead of just telling Bob like, "Get it done. I don't care." You know, without th- yeah, without, yeah. without thinking yeah. about uh, you know that you know it might help you today, but in two months you might be pretty upset that you have zero bench. You know, Steph does look long term more than ever, anybody that I've ever ever ever. Uh, Seen from a star, he does look. He does look long term. So, I mean, from a guy that's going to be thirty four, that looks like his prime is going to stretch for another three years. Sam,
6: six years, seven years. Yes,
1: never, never aging. No, I agree with you. Um,
2: Let's keep moving, Bernardo. What's up, man? Hello. So, just I'm so high on this team and on things that the Brazilian law doesn't doesn't allow me to be on, but. I just don't know what to say. I, I really like, as I can see, Draymond and Igadala decided to clone themselves into Comingo or something. Cause, like, what <laughs> this guy is doing defensively <laughs> as a 19 year old playing harder than Durant, guarding them both, it's ridiculous. It's something like, and I don't, I don't know. I like, uh, uh, Andy called me less, spot, less green room. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Every win makes me more confident that Clay Thompson would be better than he was in the last dynasty. Because I don't know why, just psychologically, makes me feel more confident about him coming back. And I don't care. Like if he comes back eighty-five percent, this seems winning the title. And I don't know what to think about next year when Kaminga is better. And then just, just shouts to Draymond, like, what, what this guy does defensively is, I mean, I, I was saying on Twitter earlier, not to sound like Skip Bayless, but in <laughs> 10 years, we might be, we might be talking about the best, the best offensive player and the best offensive player ever played together in the Warriors. Because I don't know what to say about Draymond and Curry anymore. So that's it. Have a good night. Bernardo appreciate the call.
1: I, I, I have nothing to add to that. I mean it's it, things are looking up, baby. Things hey, are look, I tell you what. St- stock check, stock high. It's Stop. Bitcoin Bitcoin hidden what seventy, eighty right now? Se- oh, oh, don't don't buy. Eight hey, on. Hold on. Dear life. Come on. Easy. <laughs> um I look, man, the impact that these guys have made is uh I don't know if we'll ever see something like this in the next 20 years. Steph and Draymond changing the way the game is played defensively and then Steph changing it offensively so, is special stuff, special stuff. All right. Um, Kissa, what's up?
8: Hello guys. I'm a first time caller. Super excited. Appreciate uh, it. First of all, can we give Steph defensively after y'all ready? Like is <laughs> out here locking up Harden, like, I could watch that clip a hundred times, and I will feel so fulfilled. Also, justice for what's his name, Blake Griffin. Like they left this man on the island for how long, and Steph just abusing him so many times. I feel bad for him, honestly. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was kind of sad. And also, somebody need to take Skip Bayless home. I cannot stand that man anymore. He annoys the heck out of me. Oh my god. Uh, appreciate
1: appreciate the call by the way we didn't even talk about this but like we we kind of let james harden off lightly tonight andy
6: oh we
1: spent the the last six years with people telling us james harden is on the same level as steph curry and kevin durant fuck off yeah exactly get your logan roy on just to say no, i was gonna say it again (laughs) for (laughs) me Fuck off. You know, like what are we doing here? Like, by the way, did you see Steph's eyes when he switched on to Harden? I, I just I, Steph, <laughs> Steph was like, give this to me. He was like, let me, let me defend this guy. And, and Harden wasn't getting those calls as much anymore, even though he shot like 10 free throws tonight. But Steph wasn't scared. The, the fouls that Steph took was just dumb. It wasn't really on Harden, but I, don't I think, think Steph was scared of. I think it's so disrespectful. They were like, all right, you know, KD, we get it. That guy is all time, but James it's a Tuesday night assignment, you know, that's like they treat him like, you know, they seem more concerned with Patty Mills than James Harden to me. And that's where (laughs) we're at right now. And it's just like, I mean, he's a, he's a really good, he's a great player, but like, let's just not in the same, you know, you can, you can discuss Steph and KD, and I'm never going to get mad at you for what your opinion is there, but like please. You know, it's not Discuss Harden with Dame and, you know, all these other Like, second tier guys So, yeah (laughs) Oh my god, All right, We're on a heater tonight Alright, we got a couple more callers to get to Ben, what's up,
4: man? Yo, um, first time caller Long time uh, in the Discord And premium member, so thanks for all you guys do Uh, Appreciate it Shout out to all the goons, although I don't think Any of us can get to Mikas' level tonight (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was also in Barclays and I wanted to talk about the crowd for a second because uh, Mikas was being generous. Uh, I saw a Chris Mullen jersey. I saw a Monte Ellis jersey.
7: Ooh, well, we had a, mon-
4: a Monte jersey in the crowd? Wow. Yes, we did. And um, my section tried to get the long Warriors chant going a couple of times. Didn't really succeed. Nice. But uh, yeah, there were... I counted five jerseys within three rows of me, you know, and it was loud when Steph was in that fourth quarter going for forty. Like the whole arena wanted that shot to go in. So my question is, uh, where else can we play a home game on the road? Ooh, I actually think they can play a home game on the road in
1: most arenas. Like I think anywhere, every Clippers game is a home game. It's well, I mean, like. well, think about this When they were going 73-9 and They were in Washington And they were in the midst of their run And there was a home game, right? I, I think anywhere where the team's not great And people aren't People aren't going to, to Houston to watch Jalen Well, maybe But they aren't going to watch Christian Wood there's, Christian, only, there's only about three teams in the NBA Where the home crowd might be strong enough To stop a Warriors contingent from coming in Three might even be selling it strong I, I, I think they can do it basically everywhere Particularly when the team is rolling Yep so, I mean, yeah, like in the chat, Will's mentioning Orlando. Like, yes, Cole Anthony jerseys aren't outnumbering Steph Curry jerseys. Pretty good season, though. Pretty good season. I'll, hey, I'll say this I Cole do, Anthony's nice. <laughs> I did not, had no idea that he'd be this good. Uh, I want to see Steph in New York. I, I want to see him in Madison. Square. I don't know when that game's going to be, but that atmosphere is going to be incredible considering New York's not bad. So, like, it might be a good game. It's going to be a great atmosphere. I, I can't wait for that. Yes, yeah, keep moving. Uh oh. Oh, no. How many shots deep? Jesus Christ. No, it's a Tuesday night, guys. It's a Tuesday night. (laughs) It's a Tuesday (laughs) for us, too, but, you know.
9: Yeah, you know, you got to get after it. I think the thing that nobody has acknowledged yet is that we are a sports, entertainment, media, and technology company, and that organizations (laughs) win championships. Joe Lakup was right. I bend the knee. Joe has always, always, always been right. I would never say different
1: wow wow <laughs> it hurts it hurts you Tim, yeah, Tim, hey, Tim cuts this up and throw
9: Tim Are you cut this up and put, put
1: this on the timeline yeah. yeah what's yeah
9: but so I think the thing that nobody's really like we touched on it in different ways Steph was obviously amazing tonight Draymond same thing sure uh, but I think the thing that gets overlooked with these guys every single time and, and including Kerr and Clay is how fucking competitive they are they are three of the three or four of the biggest competitors in the entire league um and they're they're on the revenge tour this year you can see it with Kerr leaving Steph in to get 50 against the Hawks leaving him into like port on Brooklyn a little bit tonight these guys think they really have a chance to win a championship again yeah Um, and you can just see it in their demeanor and the way they're going about things uh Draymond's turning back the clock he looks incredible I can't believe people ever wanted to trade that guy um yeah, they just they just look awesome. But my question, Four and five. Be, yeah, my question would be, um, the I think this team is going to coast to fifty or sixty wins as long as they don't get injured. Um, but looking at the playoffs, besides maybe another shot creator, do you see any other areas that they can sure up? Is Kuminga going to be good enough by the playoffs to maybe help them on the front line in, in spot minutes? Um, where do you think they can clean things up a little bit? Because right now, I think they're going to be a great regular season team, but the question with them has always been in the playoffs. Do they have enough counters against the best defenses? Yeah.
1: Yeah. God, it's, it's I love that question. And question. I love the fact that we're looking that far down the line. But, like, do you really, Andy, let me ask you this Do you think they need interior defense or anything inside?
5: I, I, I think, I think it's going to be
1: the wing. It, it's, okay. And I think it's, I think it's offense. Actually, I think their defense is going to be fine if Andre Godal is going to pace himself and, and we're, a, we're, and we're assuming healthy. health. Like obviously, if Draymond gets yes, banged yes. up, then there's another need. You need someone to kind of like take some burden off of him. But like we're assuming I, I, the health. Yes, I, I, I think it's the offense. It's is there a fifth person that can make that shot? Closing lineups going to be the core three plus Andre. And, and Andrew Wiggins, can they have that fifth guy hit that shot? We saw in Toronto they didn't because it was Kevon Looney. And who knows? Maybe they could have won anyway. But they didn't have that shout fifth guy. Cook. Shout out, shout out, Jonas Quinn, Quinn Cook literally shit his pants. I saw it real time. Uh, but it's like, do they have that guy? Is it Jordan Poole? Is it Andrew Wiggins? Is it Nemanja Bielitza? Is it Otto Porter? Is it John DeCominga? We don't know. But the good thing is, they have 60 games for those guys to develop to be that player. Namely, I think they have 60 games for Jordan Porter to, to develop into that player. So, I don't know, but I think that's what is going to be. Hey, is this a championship team, or is this, you know, I I, I don't know. Is this a Western Conference Finals team? I don't know. But like that, I think that fifth guy offensively is just the missing ingredient. Yeah, I think I think Clay will determine if they're good on the wings and they have enough shooting. So for me, it's really shot creation. Like it could be Jordan Poole or it could be that they need to get Ricky Rubio on the buyout market or something like that, you know? Uh, And I'm not saying he's going to get bought out the way Cleveland's playing. They're not going to be a buyout team, but like to me, it's unless you have injuries, which like are all like, honestly, let's be real. The injuries will probably dictate the buyout market. Like someone being banged up, maybe he's banged up and that'll demand that you get another big or something like that. Um, but, like, to me, it really is just shot creation because as the roster is constructed, I think they have enough of everything if they stay healthy. Okay. Andrew Wiggins is going to create some fucking shots, I'll tell you that. All right. We're going to end it on one last caller here. Let's go to Larry, Ooh. the closer, the closer, Camila Duvall. Larry, what's up, man? Okay. Oh, there you are. A what's couple of,
10: you know, everybody's talked about most of the things I would say, but. There's three things about uh, Steph Curry that I want to bring up. One is he couldn't play defense, okay? I'm really, really sad that that happened. Uh, (laughs) Number two, none of us were sorry. Uh, Well, actually, we were all pretty sorry that we couldn't get Blake Griffin in that same draft, but we got Steph Curry at seven. And tonight was Steph Curry imposing his will on, and I think on Kevin Durant. I think this was personal tonight. I think he made sure of the result, and it might have been part of the reason for the Charlotte loss. But uh, we're just so lucky to watch this guy. And, you know, everybody else, I mean, uh, Draymond, I agree, but last year he kind of sucked. And every game I watched this year makes me hate last year's roster even more. 100%. (laughs) 100% Okay. <laughs> 100%
1: that's actually the, that's actually the perfect quote for this every game we watch makes us hate
10: last year's roster movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's awful true. but thanks for letting me talk I'll, I'll let you guys go uh, it was always fun uh, listening to the crowd Larry appreciate you that's actually a per.
1: that's a perfect way I, to end it But go ahead Andy yeah no I, I think that's he said something that I think we should cap off with Sam Steph is a motherfucking killer I mean that's that's yes. that's Steph Curry man like we will never see another one like him Yep. I appreciate you all.
6: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about.